I'm Kara. I'm Elena. And this is Science FM. This episode is about the science of dark matter. We're talking with Eric Perez to try and understand what the heck this stuff even is. Isn't it a lightless land? Everything the light doesn't touch is yours. Okay, and that's the Lion King, but yeah, I don't know. It's invisible, uh, and we don't know much about it. Space. It's scary and forever. Also, this dark matter stuff is invisible, but strong enough to warp light. Hello. No, thank you. Okay, but I guess we should learn exactly what it is. Uh, honestly, Kara, let's find out. Hey, Eric, thanks for being on the pod. Yeah, hey, Eric, what's hey. up? Hey, everyone, um, my name is Eric Perez. Uh, thank you. All <laughs> <laughs> right. This is so good. Uh, <laughs> I am the, the full expert of the week or of the episode. Yeah, oh. this is not weekly. Oh. <laughs> You're the expert of the year. The year? Okay, cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah. But, 2018. But thank you for inviting me to this podcast. And I guess today I'll be talking about dark matter. That's yeah. true. You will be. But before you start on that, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, so um, I podcast. I do regular, I don't know, normal late adult, late, late tw- 20s millennial adult. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Yeah. Talk to <laughs> like expand on that. Podcasting. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I believe I think millennials are just doing podcasting now. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, I work. I hang oh. out with friends. Um, oh. Just out and about, a bike ride. So, you know, like regular Chicago hipster stuff, I guess. Ooh, Maybe. hipster. Do you know. brew your own beer? I not yet. Kombucha? I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure at one point in time a friend is gonna come up to me and say, Hey, let's brew our beers and I'll be like, sure. Mm. What are you gonna call your beer? Um Dang, that's a good one. Dark matter beer. Oh! <laughs> Air horn noise. Air, yeah. yeah, right. And we're done. <laughs> All right, fun. Okay, okay, so we uh, brought you on not to talk about hipster Chicago stuff, but actually to talk about dark matter. I think uh, the question on the top of everybody's mind, yes. uh, what is dark matter? No, uh, no, that's actually a very, very valid question. And <laughs> there is a very valid answer. We don't know. Uh, oh, that's, sh- I really kind of like the, the real <laughs> answer to it. But the more specific answer to what is dark matter is that dark matter is basically something that exists that we theoretically... Mm-hmm. And we know it's there. We know it exists. We know it affects how galaxies are shaping up, how our galaxies are forming, mm-hmm. even from like the beginning of time, like back to like seconds after the Big Bang. So we know it's there. But the thing is that we don't know. We don't see it because it doesn't absorb light like mm-hmm. any kind of matter that you see anywhere in the world or anywhere in the universe. So we have like three basic uh, states of matter. So we have gas, liquid and solid. That's the things that we probably learn about in elementary school and in high school. Dark matter, though, is not any of those kind of matters. So, and it's kind of interesting because the existence of like matter is that like we can see like about like all the matter that we can see because it we either see it through light or through like gamma rays or through X rays. Mm-hmm. But we know that's how we're able to see it. And that's how we're able to observe it. So that's how we know like other things exist in the universe, even if we can't see it with our naked eye. So how do we know it's there? <laughs> That's such a good question, Kara. So like uh, through observations, through um, we've noticed that like observing like energy from like a particular part of like the universe. Mm-hmm. So, but one of the things that like we've noticed is that like wait a minute, we're noticing that there's a bunch of energy right here, but the things that we do see, the things that we can see visibly with our like um, with the tools that we have at this moment, it doesn't add up. There's something there that's like, like there's like a variable that's like missing and we just can't account for it. Are you seeing like, are they seeing interactions between 
like what is there, what we can see, and this dark matter that's not there. Kind of, yes, and the the interaction is like gravity is mm-hmm. basically one. Um, Explain <sighs> that. What do you mean gravity? So gravity is like having an effect, and gravity. So one thing is that gravity is a weak force, mm-hmm. and when by a weak force, uh, it's actually really interesting because I never noticed it, but you would think like gravity is strong, mm-hmm. but it's not really. Like one, you can beat Earth's gravity with a magnet. And you just have to like, <laughs> yeah, like you just have a magnet and there's yeah. a paperclip and the, ma- the paperclip will go up. So it doesn't go down wow. toward the earth. Yeah. Wow, wow, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, when I read that, I was like, whoa. Like, again, like, just to think about, I guess, in that kind of realm. Yeah. About like with gravity. And so we know that gravity is not that strong, especially mm-hmm. that's how when we see these, uh, these numbers, mm-hmm. especially like when looking up, like, a, you know, when looking at a universe or a galaxy. So we know that these num- uh, gravity does not account for all of that, or at least a visible matter. Yeah, like what Kara and I were reading actually is like, so the universe is going so quickly, right? It's growing rapidly. Yeah, yeah. and it's, wait, the galaxies are the ones that are going so quickly. Yeah, rotating very quickly. And so like and gravity, should, yeah, they should like be spinning out of control almost. They, yes, over the last billion years. We know that the the that the universe has been expanding, like, expanding faster mm-hmm. than it should have, especially... Um, like from the result of the Big Bang. Yeah. And so what is accounting for that? Because again, like we have these theories that are already in place. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet none of those, not saying like they're not like correct or they're not matching like what we see or what the results that we have. Mm-hmm. But it's just like there's a variable in there that we just don't know what it is. And that's why like, that's what's so interesting about dark matter is because it's like, what in the world is it? Especially like when we can't see it. Yeah, because how much, <laughs> how much uh, is our universe made up in matter we can see? Five percent. Five percent. Or less than five percent. Right. And so, no. uh, boom. And <laughs> That's then, a big thing. Yeah, less than five percent, and then dark matter makes up about twenty-seven percent. So wait, what's the other? <laughs> what's all the oh, other? Uh, energy, like another one is dark energy. I don't know anything about oh, dark energy. Oh, we, we do. Kara, hold on. <laughs> ring, ring, ring. What's dark energy? <laughs> Hello. Uh, really quick. So dark matter, the way I get it, it's like a gravitational force that force that keeps like galaxies together, basically. But then dark energy mm. um, was a, one of the original forces that still resulted from the big. Well, it like it attributes to why the universe is still expanding. It's a thing like taking an elastic band and still stretching it, and this stretching is like dark energy. So that's what they're that's the force that they don't know what it is that they're attributing to why the universe is still expanding very quickly. Yeah. They're like, we don't know what it is. Man, it's dark energy. That's the name we're gonna give it. <laughs> I I wonder a very serious question. I wonder if scientists have called dark energy and dark matter, it's because they think it's, like, spooky. Like, <laughs> like no, there's no that, other reason for them to, like, kind of call it that, except, I guess, like, because they can't see it, but they're, like, oh, it's actually it's uh, spooky. It's actually interesting because uh, there's a book that I've been reading about with mm-hmm. dark matter uh, by Lisa Randall. Okay. Uh, she's a particle physicist and cosmologist. Cool. What's oh. the book called? The book is called Dark Matter and the Dinosaurs. The book is really good because uh, one of the, the book's arguments, basically, is that um, with dark matter and how it's like shaping like gravity specifically mm-hmm. or like uh, it's one of the contributing reasons why there was like an asteroid that hit our planet and then wipe out those dinosaurs. Um, what? <laughs> it's a very, very like broad, broad subject. But I mean, she does go into very, very great detail. Yeah. And it's really, really great. But again, like a lot of the concepts just go over my head. <laughs> like, yeah. Even like dark matter, it like goes way over my head a lot of times because then you talk about like, well, so we don't know what it is, 
but there's five different versions of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, we don't know what it is, but there's five different versions. There's a cold dark matter, there's oh. a hot dark matter, oh, a gosh. warm dark matter. Hot and warm? Yeah. And cold. And cold. And I can't cold. forget about that cold. And then, and then there's a, then how, what, what was the other one? Oh, like, what are those, like, the building blocks of those? So there's, like, neutrinos and mm-hmm. things that, like, there are, are in them, like, the atoms. Like, do they have the atoms? Uh, yeah, there was, like, neutrinos and then neutralinos or something. And, and it sounded like... Wimps, too. Wimps was part of it. Wimps the, was a weak, something like that. Weakly interacting yeah. massive yeah. particle. Weakly yes. interacting massive particle. Um, there's a lot, a lot of terms they get into. So, yeah, <laughs> it is very, very a heavy, heavy, heavy subject. But... Oof, I can feel the weight of it for sure. <laughs> I tell you, okay, so <laughs> so we can't see it, we can't measure it, but you keep saying it affects gravity. Like, in what ways does it affect gravity, or how can we measure it gravitationally? So there's, like, a couple of methods that we've seen. At least, like, one is through gravitational lensing. Mm-hmm. So basically how um, the light... So obviously, in order for us to see something, we need light. Um, that's just how it's going to be. We can't see anything without light, at least, like, for human beings. Mm-hmm. So... We need something that like will be able to allow us to see it. And so with gravitational lensing though, is that like the light bends. And so that's how we're able to like kind of like see it. There's like um <laughs> No. <laughs> it's so powerful, bends light. Yeah, that's so bad. it's so powerful that it bends light. Anyway. And so that's like the other thing about like black holes. Like black holes are so gravitationally strong that it absorbs light or mm-hmm. like not even light can escape it. And light's like the fastest thing that we like we know of. What is it? The speed of light. That's great. It's just crazy because like, I don't. I get like light is a particle and it's an energy, but like to have oh, something yeah, so, so strong, <laughs> to have something so strong and so gravitationally dense that it sucks in light, just all light. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> That's why I don't uh, go to space. No. So yeah. And so there's actually a cluster called the bullet cluster mm-hmm. uh which is two galaxies merging um with one another i don't know how far it is but it's pretty far <laughs> um it's across the block no but <laughs> <laughs> uh but basically somehow like gas with that one what we know is that gas gets trapped in the middle and somehow dark matter like passes through mm-hmm. is that like the light um gets like emitted like in a weird way mm-hmm. and so it's just like wait a minute this so it's like you think that is it is that like like going around dark matter? Is that what it? It's like the dark matter. So the light. How do I? It's kind of weird to describe it. Um, but basically, like so, gas is just like stuck in the middle, or is mm-hmm. like going to the central of those two galaxies, um, and then something's passing through to kind of like form that. So that's like one of the clusters that at least have been like kind of like. Um, shown to kind of say like hey this theoretically exists again gravitational lensing is like one of them yeah as mm-hmm. you're describing for there's a bunch of like other ways but those ways are just not as fun <laughs> that's why i just like can you imagine being the person who looked through a telescope and was like oh, wait why wait why is that like bending why, why, why is, is it, it what you guys hey <laughs> just like a group of them back there they're like good thing today's a normal day <laughs> And Eric, one of the largest questions: What happens if I would touch dark matter? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You'd become a super I, villain. I'd be like Venom from Spider Man or something. Yeah. It's actually kind of interesting because, um, I mean, well, technically speaking, like we can't see like gas a lot. A lot of times we don't see gas, but we know it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like with dark matter, it's kind of weird to say that like we know it's there, but. 
if we can't see it, like, can we interact with it? Or what would, like, the interaction with it be? Yeah. Um, and I think, I don't think, like, I've ever read anyone say, like, what would happen if we touched it or if we got really close to it? That's why I'm we'll probably here get, to like, ask these questions. Yeah. 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 I think we'll get very, like, pulled into it for sure. But then I just don't know if, like, we're like, whoa, what, what am I getting pulled into? Yeah. Well, because it's, oh, man. Because we don't ever see it and we can't interact with it. Well, we, we, pro- we probably can. We don't know. I'm just I'm going to throw this out here. Is it in the room? Do you think we've got some dark matter in here right now? Eric says no. <laughs> That's very spooky. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Uh, I think because if we had dark matter in like the room, because of how strong it is, yeah, uh, it would definitely not. <laughs> we wouldn't last long. Um, what do like, you mean we wouldn't last? We wouldn't long? last long. Well, I mean, I'm like, very strong. Okay. <laughs> we wouldn't yeah. la- like. What if we had a bunch of magnets? <laughs> a bunch of magnets. <laughs> yeah. Can we defeat dark matter? With magnets, just as we can defeat you gravity earlier, with magnets. You earlier Hello? were saying magnets are so strong. No, I said so weak. Play oh, that no, back. No, play no. that yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. He said the magnets were so oh strong that he could God. defeat gravity with the magnets. <laughs> um, hypothetically, what if we smoked it? What if we smoked it? <laughs> that comes from our producer, Lane. She wants to know what happens if we smoke dark matter. I think uh, you get really high, I'll tell you that. Heck yeah, my dude. What is up? Slap wow. it. Yeah, come on. <laughs> that's cool I can't do it you know, these I'm are the questions way. that I wish I like studied this is the reason why I wish you like send me questions but like nah what if I just what if I like toked it that's it I'm just saying what if you put it in a pot what if you put it in a little pill and you took it or you put it in a brownie and you ate it oh Ooh. would it be would different it be if you smoked s- it rather than eating it Ooh. what if it was like an oil oh oh what, what if, if we dabbed it <laughs> Do you think like I can get like contact high too? Like oh just, yeah, mm-hmm. like what? Yeah, just like Elena's choking room. it, and just then like... you're in here, and we we both get messed <laughs> up. Elena's just pounding. Elena's it. the one who's gonna be choking the dark matter. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> no, but yeah, like I don't know. That's actually I'm gonna say that I don't can know you... what happens if we smoke it. Okay, I'm gonna just give you a homework assignment. After this episode, I just need you to tweet at Neil deGrasse Tyson mm-hmm. and ask him what would happen if we smoked dark matter. And then whatever he responds, if he responds, he should. Come on, Neil. Yeah. We'll put it Don't, on the pod. You know what's funny? I'm going to do that, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really ashamed of Neil deGrasse. Neil this is going to be, like, looking at my Twitter bio mm-hmm. and be like, who the heck is this guy? It's a silly question. I wondered, can you, you think you can compress dark matter? Ooh, can it be compressed Ooh. even farther? Yeah. <sighs> I didn't mean to make it serious. but <laughs> Theoretically, no. <laughs> This but, is, oh uh, boy. I was going to say, <laughs> I took an essay class in college, and every day we would start class out by reading anything, and he'd be like, is this an essay? And long story short, yeah, sure. It it can't, sure, for sure. Theoretically. What it, theoretically, whatever you want it to be. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's what dark matter is. <laughs> they're, like, oh. they're like, I don't know what this is. And we're like, okay, could it theoretically be this? And they're like, sure. Hell yeah. That's dark <laughs> matter too, my dude. <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, like, it's funny because uh, when you were mentioning like, about that, I was just like, I wonder how they're like trying to like, would find it and there, there is like definitely projects on there like nasa is one of their core not core but like one of their main studies that they're trying to like yeah. see if they can try to detect well dark energy and dark matter mm-hmm. um so that's like one of the things that they're trying to do is just like figure it out and there's like some devices that they have but again like it's kind of hard to describe because if it's something that doesn't exist within the already our three states of matter like solids uh gas and uh liquid like, how do we detect that with whatever we have, the yeah. solid gas or liquid, to try to see this uh, kind of weird matter? And then another thing is, like, you know, obviously, like, if it makes up so much of our universe, um, is it even normal matter, too, as well? Like, 
kind of weird to think mm-hmm. about. And so that's why I like the speculative. It's like, what if it's like the fourth dimension? Mm. And then now that I'm, that you ask these no, important questions, I'm thinking about. Do don't, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Stop. Fourth dimension. The fourth dimension. Stop. Uh oh. Okay, is anybody else having an existential <laughs> crisis? Raise your hand. I'm raising. I am raising my hand. My hand has been raised the whole time. <laughs> yes, Carol. Uh, <laughs> just. It's cool. It's so cool how little we know about anything. No, uh, it is. It's crazy how my brain hurts. <laughs> um, even like last week, there was a meteor shower that could be seen really well in the Midwest. And I went outside and it, to look at it. And like just out there for a little bit looking at the stars it was like kind of scary. And like seeing them fly overhead, you're like, it's too big. Like space is too big. <laughs> yeah. And I'm very little. And all my problems are like, dumb and like those, it like, just feels like they're so small and those things are probably like millions of miles away right yeah and yeah, light years um <laughs> light years away right. light years away <laughs> probably more than likely they're probably just next to you if shut you up. thought about it. shut up no. <laughs> shut your damn mouth <laughs> get off our podcast <laughs> i was reading in a uh an interview with a, an astronaut and they said one of their coolest things they ever did they were tethered to like their space station and they had the like through the back so they pushed off of the space station so they could no longer see the space station in their peripherals even. So all they saw around them was just nothingness, just the stars, and that's mm-hmm. it. They're like, yeah, that was cool. And I'm like, sounds terrifying. <laughs> sounds bad to just be tethered behind to a space station that you no longer can see and all you can see in front of you is the vast nothing. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fine. Okay. I On that, that right. note. <laughs> I thought that was all right. All right, fine. Okay, all right. Um, well, boy, we learned learned a lot. Um, yeah. I learned, I learned nothing at all. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, the main thing, main takeaways, we don't know what it is. And then uh, the, also, like, we don't know what it is, but there's a big reason why we're trying to learn it. And the big reason is obviously, like, to learn more about our universe, especially, yeah. like, the makeup of it. Yeah. Um, another big reason is also, like, how, like, the universe kind of, like, starts. Because we know, like, we actually know, I think, like, milliseconds before the Big Bang or be after the Big Bang happened. Mm. So we know, like, all of that or how it starts just by all this, like, observations that we have. And because, again, like, with time, time does have, no, it's not in time, uh, sorry, our observations, um, whenever we take a look at a telescope, like, these are old, like, stars that we're seeing. So we know, like, the furthest star that we've, like, seen are, like, like billions, of, billions, billions of years old. So that's, and because we see it, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's very young, we're just like, hey, this is, like, the example of, like, how it started. And this is, like, one of the first, like, parts of, like, how the universe started. Mm-hmm. And so, but, but the dark matter as well, and then, you know, obviously, like, the trip, like, to dark energy being such a big um contribution to like how the universe is formed like that just helps us like shape our understanding about it mm-hmm. and it's kind of weird to describe like we like because again like learning about dark matter it does take a significant amount of research a significant investment um and like telescopes and our our data are processing too as well because we're trying to like create models of these universes create models of um these astronomically large things within like a system so it does take a lot of um processing power for that so it is it is definitely like something that i guess like kind of like hey it's very fun to look at but it's just like "Mm, this is kind of weird yeah no that 
Some good points there. <laughs> it is. This was a really great introduction into the topic. Obviously, it's fast and complex, like you said, but I learned. I honestly learned a lot more I, than I would have liked to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel uh, like, like nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Thank think, you so much, Eric. I think, I think oh. I have the, they're not called nightmare matter. They're called. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And podcast over. <laughs> Science FM is hosted by me, Kara Larson, and Elena Briss. Our Sun Moon stars and executive producer is Ellery Laurie. Shout out to the only person who can make us sound good, our editor, Lane Gerbig. Special thanks to Val Agnew and TBD Studios. Our theme music is by Tracy Kinzika. You can check out more of her work at her Twitter, at T-R-U-N-Z-I-K-A. Thanks this week to Eric Perez and his knowledge on dark matter. To further explore the world of Science FM, visit our website at sciencefm.org. Don't forget to like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Thanks for listening. See you soon.